0: Mark Levin, our number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. We have two candidates in our three. Kelly Shabaka, the conservative, backed by the Republican Party of Alaska for the Senate seat there. And Adam Laxalt, whose uh, grandfather was a senator and governor in uh, Nevada. He's making great headway there, but it's a tight race, a tough race. And he's trying to take out a uh, radical left-wing Democrat. And so we'll have both of them in Hour 3. But this is our 1. And we'll get into all these debates that took place yesterday. I know other people have spoken about them. I haven't heard them, but you haven't heard from me yet. But before we do, I want to talk about bread and butter issues. I want to talk about what's affecting you directly. Jackie Heinrich strikes me as a terrific reporter over there at the White House. And John Kirby, they moved that propagandist who defended all the moves in Afghanistan over to the White House. Uh, He's a white male. I believe he's a straight white male who has, in many respects, taken over on major issues for the current press secretary, Who, of course, is not a straight white male. Nonetheless, this question that she asks may sound familiar to you. Since we pushed it into the national conversation about 10 days ago. And it's very, very important. Maybe it was a week ago. Let's see. No, 10 days ago. Cut 19, go.
2: What are we doing to increase the supply of diesel,
3: given that the Energy Information Administration said as of October 14th, the U.S. only had about a 25-day supply. You have the Northeast and, and New York already rationing home heating oil. What are we doing to prepare for the winter and to
2: ramp up supply of diesel?
3: I'll I'll take the question on the diesel because I just don't have the the data on that in front of me. So let me take that and and, uh, and we'll get back to you on that. And that's
0: enough. And then he rambles on about stuff to, uh, you know, there's the shiny object. Chase that instead. Now, hear me out. That article was October 14th, that Energy Information Administration. It wasn't on all the Internet and all that. I had to dig it out because that's what I do and I dug it out and there it was the Energy Information Administration EIA because every now and then I go there to see what the status is of various types of fossil fuels or electricity and there was blaring 25 days left of diesel fuel which runs almost everything in this country I know most of you use gasoline but our trucks use diesel fuel our assembly lines use diesel fuel, and on and on and on. 25 days left. Now what's going to happen? Is this going to turn out to be a baby formula crisis? The tampon crisis? All of a sudden, oh wow, I don't know, it's the, you know, it's, it's the Ukrainians, it's, it's the whole world, you know, that crap? When we were energy independent two years ago? And we had a hell of a lot more diesel than we have today? Kirby has no answer. You want to know why he has no answer? Because they're not even paying attention to it. You want to know why else he has no answer? What's the answer? The problem is this administration. The problem is this president. The problem is this ideology, this phony climate change ideology. Isn't it interesting to you folks The Democrats aren't running on climate change? Have you heard anybody, Mr. Producer? No. You want to know why they're not running on climate change? Because climate change is a big lie that has been used to spend hundreds of billions of dollars to drive us into inflation, to cut off at the knees our energy companies and our energy independence. They're not running on climate change. So the answer for Kirby is, I'll take the question on the diesel, meaning I'll take it with me, because I just don't have the data on that in front of me. So let me take that, and we'll get back to you on that. Oh, good idea. Get back to us on that when you get a chance, you know. And the rationing, the rationing is already occurring. In the Northeast, in New York in particular, that is New England and New York and other parts of the Northeast, and soon enough... The end user, the consumer is going to feel it. You don't feel it yet because when it hasn't kicked in in a in a uh, significant way. But when it does, then you're going to see supplies limited and prices going up even more. Did you know that? Then they'll blame the oil companies and they'll blame Putin. It's not the oil companies. it's, It's not Putin. We didn't have this problem before the Democrats took over Washington. We didn't have this problem when Donald Trump was president. Now here's Fetterman. Here's Fetterman on this issue of fracking. Fetterman, first of all, people don't realize, Pennsylvania, I think, is the second biggest producer of oil in the country. I don't think people realize that. John Rockefeller, where did he set up business? Cleveland. You've got that part of Pennsylvania and Ohio. Big energy production. And so this does affect the people in Pennsylvania. Now, I can tell you, having grown up in Pennsylvania, in Southeast Pennsylvania, outside Philly, right outside Philly, they don't give a damn what goes on in Southwest Philly. Excuse me, Pennsylvania. They don't give a damn. It's like three or four different states, Pennsylvania. But we give a damn. And they'd give a damn if they couldn't get the fuel that they needed, I can tell you that. But here's Fetterman. People are focused on the fact that he seems dumbfounded. He seems incapable of replying to the the question, which is true. But it's more than that. The reason he's having difficulty is because the brain isn't processing as it should, because he had a stroke, which means there was some brain damage. The question is whether it's permanent and so forth and so on. But it's more than that. It's for him, you really have to spin it. You really got to figure out, use your noodle to try and figure out how to work your way out of this. Well, he's not at that point, and he can't. So he's left. He's left with the truth. Cut six, go.
4: I absolutely support fracking. In fact, I live across the street from a, a steel mill, and they were going to frack to create their own energy in order to make them more competitive, and I support that living closer to anybody else in Pennsylvania for fracking to myself. I believe that we need independence with energy, and I believe I've walked that line my entire career. I believe Democrats.
2: Mr. Mr. Fetterman, I do have a specific question, which you can continue on this topic. But you have made two conflicting statements regarding fracking. In a 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all, I never have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking, I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position, 60 seconds. Uh, I,
4: I've, I've always supported fracking, and I always believe that independence with our energy is, is critical and we can't be held, you know, you know ransom to somebody like Russia. You know, I've always believed that energy independence is critical and I've always believed that and I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their their, their industry but i support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence i must correct the uh, record he-
2: just a second mr oz i do want to clarify something you're saying tonight that you support fracking that you've always supported fracking but there is that 2018 interview that you said quote i don't support fracking at all so how do you square the two Oh.
4: Uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't I don't I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking.
0: All right. He does not support fracking and neither does Biden. That's why we're in the situation we're in. You know, he was lieutenant governor. He was the number two top executive official in Pennsylvania. People seem to forget that. Now, another point I want to make, and I've made this point with respect to Joe Biden, and I'm deadly serious about this. There is no way this man should be even in the public eye right now. Any more than Joe Biden should be. First of all, Joe Biden is doing severe damage to the nation. And the Democrat Party and his wife and the media installed him in the Oval Office. They knew that he was incapable of being a president, and they know it today, and they don't care. They know that John Fetterman is incapable of being a senator. His wife knows it, the Democrat Party knows it, and the media know it. He is incapable of being a senator. Apart from his Marxist ideology, he's incapable of being a senator. The Democrat Party has no compassion. And I'll go as far to say as these spouses are as power hungry as their husbands were. And it's a disgrace. I can tell you right now, just projecting myself into this situation, if I were having these problems, there's no way my wife would even allow me to run for office. She loves me too much to expose me to this kind of humiliation. There's no way. And I think most of you agree with me, and most of you have marriages of that kind. This is really an abomination. It's like Dianne Feinstein right now. You don't hear from Dianne Feinstein right now. She ran again for the Senate... She has significant mental issues, too. This isn't a put-down in the least. In fact, quite the contrary. She shouldn't be in the Senate, but she's in the Senate. Mitch McConnell did the same thing with Thad Cochran out of Mississippi. There were conservatives running for that seat in the primary. Mitch McConnell kneecapped them. Stabbed them in the back like he's trying to do to Shabaka in Alaska. But Thad Cochran was incapable, mentally, of being a senator. He was having major, major dementia issues. And you never heard from the man after he got elected to his last term. But it didn't matter because McConnell wanted his vote and he knew he could get that vote. I am sick and tired of this ruling class. I am sick and tired of it. And that includes the Pravda media. That includes these politicians and political parties that promote this sort of thing. I am sick and tired of it. The American people deserve better than this. Pennsylvania, you deserve a hell of a lot better than this candidate from the Democrat Party in Pennsylvania. And I'll tell you something, I do feel sorry for the guy. He's being manipulated all over the place. I would absolutely vote against him because I don't want him in the Senate. We can't just vote for people like this. But what's been done with him, the exploitation of him, is shameful. Absolutely shameful. Just as it was shameful when McConnell did it for Cochran. And just as it's shameful when the unions, when the corporatists, when the special interests, when the radical leftists, when the media, the Democrat Party, and the dark money billionaires all got together to push Biden as he was sitting in his basement for nearly the entirety of the campaign. In addition to covering up the laptop, I am just saying. And these consequences to the country, this economy, your bank accounts, your pensions, your income, these consequences for the price of food, the unavailability of basics, they impose this on you. They impose this on you. They knowingly did this. And now you hear them saying, his handlers, Fetterman's handlers, should never have allowed him to debate. Why? Because they can continue to do what they're doing. They are diabolical. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarac as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. You look around the country, you'll see these debates are awfully late. They're very late. It's less than two weeks until the election. I voted early today, and I was proud I did. Met a number of nice people at the voting precinct. But this is why the Democrats strategize to push debates late into the election season. Uh, because particularly where they have early voting, like in Pennsylvania. They've been voting in Pennsylvania since, since almost, uh, I think it's mid-September. Anywhere up to a million people have already voted. And you can't change your vote. That's why early voting is nothing more than a trick for the Democrats. And that's why when Mitch McConnell was trashing our candidates, whether it was Oz even after the nominations, or J.D. Vance, or Blake Masters, or now in in New Hampshire, or so forth and so on, did a grave disservice. Our candidates are kicking the ass of the Democrat candidates in every single one of these debates. I'll be right back. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com.
1: Mark Levin, the conscience of conservatism. Call Mark now at 877 381 3811
0: One last thing on this Pennsylvania race, and I want to move on. Friend of mine who's uh, very well connected in Pennsylvania, you know I'm from Pennsylvania, he said the Democrats have a plan. They want to get Fetterman elected. They want to get this Josh Shapiro elected governor. They know Fetterman is incapable of representing the people of Pennsylvania in the Senate. They will get Fetterman to resign. And then the radical left-wing Democrat governor, who they hope to elect, Josh Shapiro, will appoint his replacement. That's how diabolical these bastards are. That's how sick they are. And as I understand it, much of the media knows that's the plan. But now you know that's the plan. The question is whether the people of Pennsylvania are going to put up with being manipulated by the Democrat Party and the radical left media. That's the question. I don't think you've read that in any media source in Pennsylvania. Certainly not the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Pittsburgh fill-in-the-blank, or any of the other newspapers. And yet they know that's the plan. Now, Herschel Walker. Now, Herschel Walker. When Gloria Allred is involved in anything, she stinks the place up. I've debated Gloria Allred in some of the greatest debates that radio's ever known. Remember that last one, Mr. Producer, a couple of years back? Like, what was it? Like a decade ago. And she wouldn't come back on, would she? Because she was exposed. All of a sudden, there's Gloria Allred. What kind of lawyer is this? Not much of one, in my humble opinion. Gloria, you're welcome to come on the program. And uh, there she is. A person goes to Gloria Allred, anonymous to the rest of us. Herschel Walker drove her to an abortion clinic, insisted she get an abortion, paid for it. How many more October surprises will there be for Herschel Walker? And of course, here we are, October 26. So they're piling on. They're just trying to make sure that they can try and destroy Herschel Walker. And they will have their media parrots, mouthpieces, surrogates jump all over this. Because they know this is a laser-thin election in Georgia. They know it. And if they went out there and said, you know, so-and-so, a Democrat, went out there and paid for somebody's, they'd say, who cares? Because Democrats believe in abortion on demand, so who cares? But Herschel Walker, my God, he says he's against abortion. The problem with this dropping at the time that it drops and the weight of the drops is you have to understand how you're being manipulated. There is no way to prove this one way or another. With what? Less than 13 days left before the election? How come these kinds of allegations don't, don't come up on any Democrats? There's 50 Democrats in the Senate. Have any of them paid for abortions? I'm just curious. Do we know? There are more Democrats in the House than Republicans in the House. Have any of them paid for abortions? Do they even look? If a conservative lawyer came forward and said, Democrat, fill in the blank. Paid for an abortion for a girlfriend. They'd attack the lawyer. They'd undertake an investigation of the lawyer. His or her taxes. They try and get them disbarred. You get the drift, right? You get the drift. So my advice to the people of Georgia, my advice to patriotic, red-blooded Americans all over the place. Ignore the media. The media are out to screw you. These are desperate times for the media and the Democrat Party. They are desperate. They're holding on by their fingernails. You need to go in for the political... I can't say kill, can I, Mr. Producer? They can say Nazi, fascist... No, you need to go in for the political crush... You cannot be deterred. You cannot be dispirited. You need to march, stand ramrod tall, chin up, looking forward. You need to be really motivated. And nothing they say or do should dissuade you or distract you nothing with these last-minute attacks. The obvious question is, why didn't this woman go to Gloria Allred two months ago? Time to vet it all, because they don't want to vet it all. They want you to debate, is it true, is it not true, is it... We're not going to do that, or we're going to lose. Or that we're going to lose the whole country. That's a problem. So we're not going to do that here. Now with Kirby with the diesel fuel where he didn't have an answer, that is shocking. That is shocking. They should be monitoring this every day. And just so you know, oil reserves in this country are extremely low across the board. Extremely low. Diesel, extremely low. Refineries are working at 100%. And the newest refinery is over 50 years old. So they break down. You can't get parts. That's where they've put us. Rather than saying, you know what? We're going to have the equivalent of a Manhattan Project. They say, no, 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 abortion, abortion, abortion. And abortion again. Isn't it interesting, since that decision by the Supreme Court in the Dobbs case, I mentioned this as a footnote, you don't have all these women coming forward, you don't have all these 60 Minutes stories and 2020 stories and all the other phony magazine shows, you don't have them showing thousands of women who can't get abortions. Because that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. In the United States. Or they would do that. And then they're censoring all the people who are at homeless shelters under this administration. They're censoring all the food lines of all these people. Censoring it so you won't see them out of sight, out of mind. The media today are manipulating you, as they always do. But especially now, they're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down. They've got more October surprises planned for early November. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because this is their game. They're into it. Joe Biden now, he thinks he's on something. Junk fees. I never heard of junk fees before. Did you, Mr. Producer? They come up with phrases they come up with tricks they come out with with all this propaganda junk fees why don't you let us worry about junk fees and get your foot off the throat of our economy you idiot junk fees like you're three years old daddy daddy mommy mommy please don't let them charge me for this please don't no 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 Joe Biden's looking out for you folks really it's been very expensive So let's start here. Here he is at the White House today, cringing, speaking out of his mouth. Cut three, go. I'm not saying they can't charge
5: it, but you got to let you know they're going to charge it. You can make a decision. Some airlines, if you want six more inches between you and the seat in front, you pay more money. But you don't know it until you purchase your ticket.
0: That's a lie. They charge you more for six inches more space you go online it could be 35 bucks, 42 bucks 48 bucks, depends where you're going all the rest, depends on how many people want them if you're qualified, you can get an exit row what is he talking about? you know up front and the reason why they charge more for six inches more is because if they didn't people would be having fist fights over them and number two they can't give everybody six more inches or they have to take rows out of the airplanes. And then you won't have these flights that you need. But who cares? What does this have to do with anything? Nothing. Go ahead.
5: Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair and they hit marginalized Americans the hardest, especially low income. Oh, they're
0: hitting marginalized Americans the hardest. So in other words, if you buy a ticket, let's just say for 500 bucks, and it costs you 35 more bucks to have six extra inches, that's hitting marginalized people the most, Mr. Do you even believe this crap? People are having difficulty buying food, filling up their cars. Some are having to make decisions about one or the other and wait until they're whacked with home eating oil and so forth. And he's worried about six inches on the plane, that costs 35 bucks. Senior citizens who get secure, social security checks trying to figure out how they're going to eat. He's worried about them getting 6 inches on an airline. Let me tell you something. If you can't afford the 35 bucks on the airline, you can't afford the $500 ticket. This is how out of, out of touch these idiots are. But don't worry. Joe's there to protect you from junk charges. And you don't even have to pick that seat. They don't charge you for that seat without telling you. I should know. I'm flying constantly between two states. When's the last time Joe flew commercial? Six inches. He gets 60 feet on Air Force One back and forth back and forth from the back and forth back Rehoboth, Wilmington, Wilmington, Rehoboth, back and forth but don't worry Joe's worried about how much fuel you use and junk fees, now we have junk fees I'll be right back Mark Levin Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage, these subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. As you can see, we're moving in and out of issues that matter right up to this election, as well as election issues that matter right up to this election. Over at Breitbart, Richmond Fed Manufacturing Survey demand craters as inflation worsens. The manufacturing sector in the United States, Central Atlantic region, fell back into contraction in October after briefly stabilizing in the previous month. According to do a survey from the Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond. The index of general business conditions fell to minus 10 in October from zero in September. Readings below zero indicate a decline in manufacturing activity. And it goes on. What does that mean? Recession. What does that mean with inflation? I told you, we're in stagflation. After the election, all the Democrats or experts will tell you what I've been telling you. We're in the middle of stagflation. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Even if the Republicans are elected, they can begin the process of clawing back. But the fact of the matter is, what do they say? It's already baked into the cake. I hate that phrase, by the way, although I do love cake. What else? Maybe we should put a camera in here, Mr. Producer. Epic Times. Kraft Heinz CEO says more rounds of price increases coming as inflation will continue. Kraft Heinz CEO Miguel Patricio warned that because of persistent inflation, there will be more price increases in 2023 amid ongoing challenges that are hampering the food industry. I had a gentleman come up to me today at the uh, grocery store. Knew who I was. He was putting packages of uh, crackers and cookies on the shelf, and he kept looking to me at me. So I introduced. He said, "Oh, I know who you are. Thank you. It's such a great honor to meet you. You people are so kind." And we spoke a little bit, and he told me, "You see this?" He was pointing to a package. This. A few months ago, it cost $3.39. Today, it's $4.59. He said, I earn 20 cents a package. Excuse me, 20% a package. He said, and I'm earning less. Now, why is he earning less? For two reasons. They're selling less at the price. And he said, we used to have constant offers of two for one. That is, two for the price of one. We can't do that anymore. So the price of the product is up. He gets 20% of it, but he's earning much less, and you're getting much less. Got it? That's the problem. We have 10 million job openings in this country. 10 million. And we have 7 million people who won't look for jobs. Did you know that? We have 10 million job openings in this country, and 7 million people who've decided not to look for jobs. We're not talking about people who are mentally or physically handled. I'm not talking about any of that. We're talking about people who are fit, who can do jobs, and won't do jobs. And so when they look at the unemployment rate, oh, it's so low. What's happening is we have the lowest rate of labor participation in decades because people have been and are being subsidized not to work. all the wrong emphasis. I don't care what you look at, folks. I don't care what measure it is, whether it's your own pocketbook and wallet, your own savings account, your own paycheck or pension check. When you drive into a gasoline station and see what you're getting charged for how many gallons. When you go into a grocery store and see what they're charging for the basics. I don't care what you look at. The inflation rate, the core inflation rate, the consumer price index, the production price index, it is bad. It is bad. And it's going to get worse. It's time to throw these bums out, all of them, as fast as we can. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here.
1: He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with
0: our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Sunny Hostin, that's not really her name, of course. Her name's not Sunny. Her name ought to be Dummy. But nonetheless, that's not her name either. What's her name again, Richie V? You remember? Asuncion Hastin. It's like Whoopi Goldberg. Her real name is Karen. She's a Karen. Oh, but anyway. Just listen to this reprobate, and you'll see why so many Americans hate the media and how The View is sort of a niche show for Yenta's... Head cases, probably drug addicts, you know, whatever. Cut 11, go. It was really strange to me that he chose to bully a
2: stroke victim. Yeah, exactly. right? Like he obviously
3: was bullying. Actually, bullied.
0: he did not bully a stroke victim. I, the, I don't get this. The Democrats put this guy up as a candidate, and whatever you do, don't talk about it. Well, what? <laughs> the hell do they think? No, no. Don't talk about it. Just like with Biden. Now, here's what these partisan hacks, well, they get it, but they're not going to say it. The United States Senate belongs to you, America. You only get two Senate seats per state. That's a big deal. It's a big country with over 330 million people. It's a big responsibility to be a member of Congress, particularly a senator. It's important to the state that the state has people representing it who are the best of the best. Now, I understand politics. They're not always the best of the best, but they shouldn't be the worst of the worst either. Now, whatever you do, do not question John Fetterman, according to the view. I don't know why they call themselves the view. I think we should call them the schmucks, but that's just me. I don't get to make those decisions. It's like the names. Sonny. It's not Sonny or Joy. Sonny and Joy. Joy is depressing. Sonny's a moron. Well, and that goes either way. So they continue. Go ahead.
3: And, um, you know, I don't think the people of Pennsylvania or the people in general um, liked that because Fetterman raised one. The
0: people in Pennsylvania, I'm a Pennsylvanian. the people in Pennsylvania don't like that. Don't like what? That a political party is so irresponsible and conniving. They didn't even want a debate. You have a million people who voted before the debate. They're upset there was a debate because now it's revealed. You can't miss it. The Democrats keep running on we believe in democracy. No, they don't. They believe in tyranny. They believe in democracy. Of course, we're not a democracy, but they, we'll play along. They don't believe in democracy. And I don't know how this Sunny Hostin has this job. She's predictably partisan and utterly stupid. Now let's move on to another one shall we? New York. Lee Zeldin, just my opinion, mopped the floor with Kathy Hochul, the unelected governor of New York. Just like when it comes to inflation and oil, the Democrats have no idea what to do because they broke the system. They broke it. Can't expect them to fix it. Ideologically, they broke it. But they also broke our law and order system, our civil society. They broke it. They're not going to fix it. They're going to lose votes like, you know, from AOC and so forth. So Kathy Hochul can't fix it. Ideologically, she won't fix it. More cops. Get rid of this cashless bail phony reform. Put people in prison for a long time. You know, stuff like that it's not complicated unless of course you're a crackpot on the left as she is cut 12 go
6: yeah i mean listen i I stated that the first day that i'm in office i'm going to declare a crime emergency and suspend castle's bail and these other pro-criminal laws because there is a crime emergency my opponent thinks that right now there's a polio emergency going on but there's not a crime emergency Different priorities that I'm hearing from people right now, they're not being represented. From this this governor, who still to this moment, we're at what are we halfway through the debate, she still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Okay.
2: Anyone who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change they made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important to you. All I know is that we could do more. Well when I say we could do more, more. I I don't know
0: why that's so important to you out there. We can do more, you know, and like what? What are you going to do? You know, these leftists crack me up. They act like they've been observers on the sidelines. She's the governor. What has she done? She hasn't done anything. She and her party control Albany. They're in charge. Hook, line, and sinker. They got it all. They have Letitia James, the nut job attorney general, they got the legislature. What are you going to do? What do they do? Well, they pass cashless bail in the front door, out the back door. Police officers are resigning in droves, droves. Gee, I wonder why. You got a Soros prosecutor there right in the middle of New York City. She can fire him, but she won't. Gee, I wonder why. There's a lot they can do, but she does nothing. But we we can do better, which is why she's endorsed by the New York Times, the same New York Times whose chief correspondent in Moscow, I'll keep saying this, supported Stalin, Walter Durandy. The same New York Times whose chief correspondent in Berlin was sympathetic to the Third Reich. I'm not making it up. I have footnoted this stuff all over the place. The same New York Times that helped install Castro. That New York Times has has endorsed. So why do we care what the New York Times has to say or Maggot Haberman or any of the other reprobates over there? We don't. Anyone who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change made to bail, has consequences. I don't even know what that means. I don't know why that's so important to you. All I know is that we could do more. She doesn't know why that's important to you. Is that important to you, New York? Is punishing criminals important to you? Getting them the hell off the street? Backing up the cops so they can do their job? They're retiring in, in droves. They can't get new, new rookies in there? Is that important to you, New York? Because it's not important to your unelected governor. Ha! How? <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Sure, go ahead. We could do so much more if there was a nationwide ban, but certainly a state ban on teenagers being able to get guns, assault weapons. I mean, that's what happened in Buffalo. A teenager walked.
0: That's right. When people are pushed on the subway right on the tracks, it's a gun issue. When a first responder is stabbed 15 times, including in the neck, it's a gun issue. And all those gangbangers in New York who are slaughtering each other, mostly black-on-black crime, mostly black young men. If we only had more rules on guns, they would comply with those, don't you know? How much longer are you New Yorkers going to listen to this crap? You had two mayors, one in particular, who demonstrated how to do it. The great Rudy Giuliani, the not-so-great-but-still-good-on-law-and-order, Michael Bloomberg. And you could walk in Times Square without being concerned. There weren't sucker punches going on. Jews weren't the targets in Brooklyn. It was a very, for a massive city, it's a man, it was very peaceful for the most part. It wasn't Shangri-La. I mean, you have crime and so forth. But it was peaceful. We hadn't seen anything like this in, I don't know, 100 years? They want to put Rudy in jail. They want to rip away his law license. And uh, Hachel wants to be reelected because she's done such a great job. What has she done? What has Hachel done? Nothing. In the face of all this criminality. Nothing. Cut 13, go.
6: Well, listen, you ask the will of the people, they want to see reform. Even Mayor Adams says that judges should have discretion away dangerousness. I don't think that if you're two Mexican cartel drug smugglers busted with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth, that you should just be instantly released on Castle's bail. Now, Kathy Oakle supports Castle's Bell. As soon as it got implemented, she was out there bragging about it. She chose the champion of the defund the police movement and the architect of Castle's Bell, Brian Benjamin. Yeah, that guy who got arrested and had to resign. That was her first big decision to make him the lieutenant governor. We need to repeal Castle's Bell. We need to repeal the HALT Act, amend raise the age, and less is more. We need to make our streets safe again. I'm running to take back our streets and to support unapologetically our men and women in law enforcement enforcement this is about all of us together republicans democrats independents as new yorkers to make sure our streets are safe again to make sure our subways are safe again this is our opportunity two weeks from tonight we can continue with the status quo where they believe they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws or we could take control of our destiny and make sure law-abiding new yorkers are in charge of our streets again
0: man oh manishevitz man oh manishevitz don't So many of you wish you had a gubernatorial candidate like that you could vote for. New York, you can fix your problems. It's right there. But let's go back to Sonny Hostin, because she's the Confucius of our times, don't you know? She's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What's her name again, Mr. Uh, Richie V? Yes. Asoucian. Asoucian Hostin. Lives in a mansion. Not in the center of the city, either. Lives in a mansion. Ooh. Remember when there was an attempt on Lee Zeldon's life? Potential stabbing? Well, Asancianta, whatever the hell, Hastin on The View. She doesn't think that was a big deal either. Cut 14, go.
2: He voted against um, uh, the ban
3: on semi-automatic weapons. Of course, What does that did.
0: mean, voting for a ban on semi-automatic weapons? The vast majority of weapons in this country are semi-automatic weapons, whether they're rifles or pistols. Do you know what a semi-automatic weapon is? We know what it is, right, Mr. Producer? You pull the trigger, and the bullet goes out. You pull it again and another bullet, and you pull the faster you pull the trigger, the faster the bullets come out. That's not like an automatic weapon, which is illegal in the vast majority of cases, where if you put your finger on the trigger and pull it back... It automatically fires rounds very, very fast. So what does she mean, the ban on semi-automatic weapons? Does she even know what the hell she's talking about? She never does. But there's the clapping seals in the audience. Her fellow Yentas, yes, yes, ban them, ban them. But we want abortion, yes, abortion's good. All right, go ahead. Homicides are up. And
3: I think most people, having been a prosecutor, I know this, they care about violent crimes. They don't care about. She was a
0: prosecutor? You mean anyone could be a prosecutor today? What are you talking about? She sound like a prosecutor to you folks? Oi. Oi, Gavolt. Go ahead. No crimes. They really don't care about that as much. Well, they they care in the,
3: in, about violent crimes. In the days, last so. few months, Lee Zeldin was nearly stabbed on stage while campaigning in New York. A bullet well, he's came hated. within that's thirty. True. Yeah, that that's not true. okay though. That's no, horrifying. Okay. That he means is, crime and political violence is, is on. And then there, his there was a shooting outside his house that came
4: within thirty feet of his home while oh, his daughters come were. Come
0: on, Elisa, if that is your name, Elisa Farrah Griffin. Oh, come on. Don't tell. No. No, don't get into that. And whatever you do, don't talk about the Rubio canvasser and, and Hallelujah Florida who was beaten to a pulp within an inch of his life. No, come on. Come on. It's only the Republicans who are violent, not the Democrats. And the guy that shot Steve Scalise and anyone else he could shoot. That Don't bring that up. Come on. And the two or three, well, no, the 50 churches that have been attacked, pro life churches and institutions that have been attacked, some of them firebombed. Come on! Come on! And there's Al Sharpton, believe it or not, yet again, the smartest guy on MSNBC, Mr. Producer. Smartest guy. The dumbest guy is Scarborough, but the smartest guy, turns out, is Sharpton. Now, I understand the standards are low. Trust me. I see it. What does Al have to say about all this? Cut 15, go i think that what is uh, being misread is that there is a
5: misreading of wanting criminal justice reform and police reform and in wanting proper policing and as crime in spikes in some areas even more policing we just elected a black policeman the mayor of new york and he had overwhelming black support so i think that again the latte liberals are talking to the guy that gives them the syrup in their latte and not talking to the people that they claim they speak for. You need to speak to them.
0: I think what he's saying there, I think what he's saying there is, we in the black community, we want to be safe too. And that's pretty much what he said yesterday. Crime's an issue. And so I would say this, he should be on the view. He should, they ought to take Anuncio or whatever the hell her name is, Hostin, get her the hell off of there. She is uh, incoherent. And I don't believe she even had a stroke. Did she, Mr. Producer? No, she did not. And bring Al Sharpton in there. Because Al Sharpton today, ladies and gentlemen, is making more sense than virtually anybody else. On MSNBC. Now, don't hold me to that. He's capable of blowing that up in two seconds. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost a $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk-free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no-brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N PODCAST to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Podcast, L-E-V-I-N PODCAST, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. We don't follow a script here. All right, don't worry, I'm jumping in, head first, soon as we come back, and I'll be right back. With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box, you vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network. Network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. If you are a fan of this program, if you're a Levinite, if you're a patriot, please go to marklevinshow.com slash links, marklevinshow.com slash links, and download our podcast platform, marklevinshow.com links, marklevinshow.com slash links. Very important. So you can never miss this show. Let's say you're out of the country. You can hear the show. Many of our brothers and sisters in Israel and Ireland, in India, in Britain, that's how they listen to the show. Or they listen online. Uh, Sometimes when bad decisions are made and we're preempted, or something's not played live, you can listen straight on. MarkLevinShow.com slash links. That's where you can, you can hook up. And we want to thank all of our fantastic affiliates out there, and they are. Fantastic. Now there's more. Dozens of former Charlie and colleagues endorse Ron DeSantis for governor. <sighs> By Jack Phillips at Epic Times. Dozens of former staffers and colleagues of gubernatorial candidate Charlie Crist have endorsed his opponent, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Crist is the former Republican governor of Florida, later became an independent, later became a Democrat, elected to the House of Representatives, and of course he's running against DeSantis. Together we have known Charlie in virtually all phases of his career in public life. The open letter stated... We are well-qualified to endorse in the Florida governor's race because we have significant experience in public service to the state of Florida. George Lemieux, former U.S. Senator of Florida, and Chris's former chief of staff, signed on to the letter. Other individuals who signed include former Lieutenant Governor Jeff Cottom, former Agricultural Commissioner Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson, Mr. Producer. Former Attorney General Bill McCullum, good guy former Chris chief of staff, Jason Gonzalez, former state Senate president, Ken Pruitt, as well as dozens more. But you haven't heard this, have you? Governor DeSantis has delivered for Florida. He has led our state with courage and conviction. He has demonstrated his ability to lead us through difficult times, they added. And we stand with Governor DeSantis because the stakes are too high. We urge Florida to reelect Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, Christ won his gubernatorial election as a Republican in 2006, but he didn't seek re-election. Instead, he ran for the Senate in 2010, ultimately losing to now Senator Marco Rubio. You remember that race, Mr. Producer? Remember that race, America? Florida? That was an early Tea Party race. And of course, I was doing what no talk show was doing at the time, believe it or not, even my brothers and sisters. I jumped into these races. I was part of the Tea Party movement. Liberty and Tyranny was part of the Tea Party movement. And we endorsed Marco Rubio. We had him on. We interviewed him. We endorsed him. And he went from like 5% to what? 40%? Mr. Remember that? Very quick. About a week's time. Now, as he ran for the Senate, Chris left the GOP and became an independent before becoming a Democrat. He did it because he couldn't win. This is what Murkowski does in Alaska. She changes the voting system so she doesn't have to run in a Republican primary where she'll be creamed. Chris left the GOP, became an independent before becoming a Democrat, running for governor in 2014 and losing. He was elected to the House in 2016 and stepped down earlier this year. They had their debate, their first and only debate the other day. Again, DeSantis just was killer. DeSantis brushed off Chris's claim that the Republican governor wants to run for president in 2024. Here's my attitude about that. So what? So what? When Chris ran for the House last time, did he say he was going to run for governor? No. There's a lot of reasons why you don't announce you might run for president. Some of them are quite legal in terms of fundraising and so forth. Or you might change your mind or whatever. So what? The freest place on earth today, the freest place on earth today, as I tell you over and over again, is the state of Florida. It's the truth. It's the freest place on earth. It's freer than any other state in the country. I love it here. Uh, And it's freer than any other place in the world. Can you name another one? No, I don't think so. All right. Tudor Dixon. Tudor Dixon is a hell of a Republican candidate for governor in Michigan. And she's going to be on this program, what, next week, Mr. Producer? Or something like either this week or next week. I, I can't keep track. It doesn't matter. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And Tudor Dixon is a hell of a debater. She's up against Broomhilder. All right. What's her name? Gretchen Whitmer. Take a listen to this. Cut 16. Go.
2: This is a parent's decision. There will never be a mandate for the COVID-19 vaccine for children to go to school in a Dixon administration. I'm anxious to hear what Gretchen Whitmer has to say because she was forcing the vaccine on people. You remember her program, Vax to Normal? You could only get your liberties and freedoms back if you got your neighbor vaccinated. She will likely push this on your children. I want you to know That I will never push the COVID 19 vaccine on your children. That is your choice, and it will always be your choice as long as I am your governor. Governor Wimmer? No, I do not support requiring the COVID vaccine for children. Yes, actually,
0: you're a liar. You shut down the schools for like two years. You insisted that kids wear masks well beyond anybody wanting them to wear masks. You shut down the economy of Michigan. You were brutal you pritzker rudolph i mean uh cuomo who else did we have we had murphy and of course slick uh, slick uh, newsome over there in uh, california you were one of the worst one of the worst gretchen may i call you gretchen go ahead
2: it hit our state hard. it hit this community incredibly hard We had hospitals that were full. We had morgues that were full. We had refrigerated trucks outside of hospitals because we didn't even have enough masks for our doctors and didn't have a place to put deceased people. We made quick decisions to save lives. And studies show we saved thousands.
0: In fact, in fact, what you did in some ways was counterproductive. And I remember what you were doing in nursing homes and so forth. You didn't save the people in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. I know you didn't. You were a Fauciite. Fauci said, look in this direction, and you did. Look in that direction, and you did. You're not a leader. You allowed this federal bureaucrat to pull you around by your nose. And, of course, the difference is DeSantis had his own scientific and medical team, top-notch in the world. And not only that, I remember talking to DeSantis at the time. He was studying the data. This guy's smart, Harvard Law and all the rest. He was studying the data every night, one in the morning, two in the morning. And that's how he drew the conclusion. Not the CDC or the rest of the alphabet soup. He and his people. We got to protect the elderly. It's not affecting little kids. We got to protect the elderly. We got to get into the nursing homes. We got to get into the assisted living homes. This is so we have to... well, wow. Rich and Whitmer didn't do that. No. Cut 17. Go.
2: Proposal 3 is absolutely necessary to preserve the rights we've had for 49 years under Roe v. Wade. When the Supreme Court decided to upend it and overrule Roe, Michigan was poised to revert back to but a 1930- the Supreme Wade.
0: Court upended Roe? But you don't support Roe. Whitmer, you support North Korea. What does he mean by that? The policies that you want, Whitmer, abortion on demand, partial birth abortion, that's not Roe v. Wade. In the last trimester under Roe v. Wade, even those justices concluded that was a baby. And the state had a right to regulate. You don't even believe in that. Neither does your party. You believe in partial birth abortion. You believe in infanticide while she's out there trying to save little kids.
2: Go ahead. That makes abortion a felony. No exceptions for rape or incest. Throwing doctors and nurses in jail. The only reason it's not in effect
0: right you now. You notice is that all over the country, America? Doctors and nurses are being thrown in jail. No, they're not. Doctors and nurses were losing their jobs under Whitmer. And the other witless is out there because they wouldn't get vaccinated. And now we have a court finally in New York said, hire those people back. What the hell are you doing? There was no due process here. These dark blue state governors, all radical Democrats blew it and they blew it big time. And now our kids are suffering. Now our grandkids are suffering. I'll be right back much love With the upcoming midterms keep something in mind you don't just vote at the ballot box you vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with Verizon wireless customers you're supporting a company that dropped one American news at and t customers your company owns far left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and $30. 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's Levin Podcast, that's L E V I N Podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. thank Rick Scott, Senator Rick Scott of Florida. Mitch McConnell cut all funding off from General Bullock in New Hampshire. The guy is a very good guy. He's got like 25 bronze stars. This guy's a real hero. Obviously, uh, I'm exaggerating, but he's got several bronze stars and purple hearts. And he served the country and I think he'd be a great senator. He's He's another citizen candidate. But McConnell and his advisors. Don't like him. They're afraid he might be a little too independent-minded. So they pulled almost $6 million out of New Hampshire. When it's tied. Statistically tied. This is what I mean about that jackass. So why do I want to thank Rick Scott? Rick Scott is running the National Republican Senatorial Committee, not to be confused with the Senate Leadership Fund Pack that McConnell runs. But McConnell usually controls the National Republican Senatorial Committee, too. But Rick Scott does not buckle to McConnell, which is why you have all these negative stories on Rick Scott being leaked to Politico and the Washington Post and the Florida newspapers. That's McConnell. McConnell is like a mobster, in my opinion. So Scott sent $1 million, it's something and it's significant, into New Hampshire to support General Bulldog. And we're going to have the general on again later this week or next week. We have great candidates. They're a different kind of candidate. And this is why McConnell and the others were so upset early on. They expect all their candidates to look like John Thune. And to talk like John Thune. You listen to John Thune, you watch him, he walks away, you go... What the hell did he say? What is he doing? I don't even know. Does that guy even do anything? they are so careful about every word. We've got great candidates with tremendously different backgrounds. I think this is exciting. It's fascinating. And they're winning all these debates. They're winning them. The Democrats have radical kooks running. Look at North Carolina. Radical kook. Look at Wisconsin. Radical kook. Look at Georgia. Radical kook. It's amazing. What do you want me to do, Rich? Oh, right, right, right. I get caught up. All right, let's keep going. Maggie Hassan on Morning Joe today. Here's the good thing. They go on Morning Joe, nobody watches. I do this just to expose them. Cut 18, go.
2: My opponent is... Really, really extreme. And yeah, her improved.
0: opponent, a retired general with so many, so many medals, they can't put them all on his chest. He's really, really extreme. But Senator Hassan, who was formerly a governor, who sits on her ass and just votes as she's told to vote, she's not extreme. Voting for abortion, abortion, partial birth abortion—that's not extreme. Not lifting a finger to secure the border, that's not extreme. Voting to bankrupt the country, that's not extreme, no. Supporting critical race theory, supporting the sexualizing of little kids in our public schools, that's not extreme. Not working here, Maggie Hassan, no. Morning Schmo show, of course. Don Bullock for Senate in New Hampshire. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right, banks are now required to spy on us for the government and they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true, and I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. As you know, America, Kelly Shabaka is running for the Senate as the real Republican, as the real conservative in the great state of Alaska. A lot of you watch these shows on Alaska who aren't from Alaska. I watch them. I love them. You won't catch me dead in the wilderness without electricity, but nonetheless, it's a beautiful thing. Now, there's a lady there who's been a senator for 30 years, Lisa Murkowski. Her father was governor and senator before her, and her father appointed her to the Senate. Lisa Murkowski has scratched and clawed her way to one election win after another, but in very strange and often devious ways. Lisa Murkowski realized she voted for Biden, she voted for the Democrats, she voted for Trump's impeachment. She's so often voting with the Democrats, there's no way she would get through the Republican primary. So what did she and her special interest money people and staff do? They destroyed the voting system in Alaska. They blew it up. They said, we know how to win this. We'll take the same system California put in place to protect one-party rule, to protect our Murkowski dynasty. And so what we're left with really is two Republicans running against each other effectively for the United States Senate. Then we have Mitch McConnell, who seems obsessed with his friend Murkowski. He poured millions and millions of dollars into Alaska, into a relatively inexpensive media market, to try and destroy Kelly Shabaka. Because he deigned, he determined that Murkowski would certainly vote for him to be the Republican leader. And he was buddies with Murkowski's dad. He's buddies with Murkowski 30 years. She's six years his junior in the Senate. And we can't have an upstart like a citizen candidate, another conservative like Shabaka. That's the background. That's what's going on. Kelly Shabaka, how are you?
3: I'm great. Mark, it's always wonderful to be with you, one of the top thought leaders in the country. Thank you for summarizing this complex election up here in Alaska. You nailed it on the head. Great job.
0: Well, you're very, very kind, and I want you elected because I want to save our country. And we need people like you to go to the United States Senate, not to play games. She's bought and paid for by the NEA, the corporatists won her. You're the citizen candidate running. That's why the establishment's fighting you. But something new happened, didn't it, Kelly? Lisa Murkowski endorsed the Democrat running for the House, and the Democrat running for the House endorsed Lisa Murkowski. Is that correct?
3: That's correct. So this is a, a somewhat significant shift in the Murkowski playbook. What she typically does is says one thing in Alaska and does the opposite in D.C. So she'll say the Republican lines in Alaska, like she ran paid ads up here saying that Joe Biden was coming to grab our guns while she colluded with Biden and McConnell on that extreme gun control legislation and red flag laws. And she voted for it and got it through. Those are completely against Alaska values. Even Democrats carry guns in Alaska. So she'll say one thing here, she'll do the opposite when she gets back to her friend in DC, but this time she actually just said what she does. She's polling for Pelosi. We've got four candidates on our congressional ballot, three of them would caucus with the Republicans every Republican across the country is trying to flip the house because the radical leftist agenda of Nancy Pelosi is hurting everybody. And instead Murkowski who puts an R behind her name is polling for the Pelosi agenda. There's only one candidate on our ballot who would caucus with Nancy Pelosi and line up with that radical left agenda. And that's who Murkowski is putting her weight behind. And by extension to your point, That's who McConnell's funding. We have more dark money in our state flooding this election, supporting Murkowski, than either Murkowski or I have spent combined for our campaigns. That's how much money is up here right now, trying to preserve the Murkowski monarchy, because that's how significantly they can control her vote back in Washington, D.C. But we don't want a senator bought, bullied, and boxed in by the establishment, McConnell, Biden, and Pelosi. We want a senator that represents our Alaska voice and values.
0: And McConnell, a Kentucky senator, he was just censured by the Republican Party of Alaska because they're so disgusted with him interfering in the politics of Alaska. And yet, all that dark money flowing in, the vast majority of it is coming from McConnell and the NEA.
3: Overwhelming. Absolutely. Yep. And and unions that are supporting, these leftist unions that are supporting Murkowski. And you're absolutely right. See, the Republican Party censured Murkowski and removed her from membership before I announced my candidacy. They said, we don't know who we're going to put forward as our Republican candidate, but in Alaska, Lisa Murkowski is a minion of the establishment in DC and she polls for Joe Biden. She has voted with him 80% of the time. She's confirmed a hundred percent of his judges. She's confirmed nearly all of his radical nominees who've declared an all out energy annihilating assault on our industries in Alaska. She is not the Republican candidate. They decided that before I ever ran. This wasn't about Chewbacca versus Murkowski. This was just the Republicans calling it what it is. My mom always told me, if you call yourself one thing and then you do something else, that's a lie. And that's what's happening here. The only way you can get elected in Alaska is to be a Republican under a traditional election system. That's why Murkowski calls herself that. But your voting record doesn't lie. Actions speak louder than words. That's why the Republican Party is so upset with Mitch McConnell. The Republican Party didn't start in Washington, D.C. It started as a grassroots organization of like-minded Americans who started out in the states, United States of America, of the people, by the people, for the people. And the idea that our, quote, Republican leader is coming in and dominating and domineering over the decisions and the determination of the delegates of the Party of Alaska, telling us who we have to vote for against our will, is extremely offensive.
0: Yeah, he is extremely offensive, and he spent all this money in Alaska. He pulled out all the money out of New Hampshire, which is neck and neck. He won't spend one penny in Arizona for the Senate candidate there, Blake Masters. Uh, I believe he lost us those two Senate races in Georgia. Those were two McConnell-like candidates, even though Trump endorsed them. It was McConnell who really backed them and wanted them, and he's made a ton of mistakes All throughout the country and so forth and uh, look what he's done here with Alaska tell us how it's going there now
3: our elections going great I'm a hundred percent confident that we're going to win even though all the polls are still showing us tied 50 50 this is the closest Senate race And the least expensive Senate race in the nation. But the way you win a race like this in a state that's twice as big as Texas is you go out and you've got that voter to voter contact grassroots uh, elections still work in America. And this is one of the places it works. I've knocked thousands of doors just before our interview today. I've been out here and I think it might be a warm 15 degrees And I've been out knocking doors in Fairbanks, Alaska. You've got to meet the voters where they are and talk to them about the issues and persuade them, uh, undecided voters to vote for you, and even Murkowski voters, how much she's changed and that they need to come over and vote. And we've picked up countless votes that way, Mark. That's one of the ways we're moving the needle. We're in the middle of a two-week road trip right now, my husband and I, all through the state. We started on the peninsula. We're moving up through Fairbanks in the interior, and we're knocking on all the doors we can, having get-out-the-vote rallies in every community. We are doing several of these rallies and town halls, and then they're having debates and forums. Do you know that Murkowski is skipping three of those? She just refuses to connect with these voters and she won't talk about these issues with people. And those are the reasons why I'm really confident that in less than two weeks, Alaskans are going to say, do we want a politician or do we want a public servant? Do we want someone who stands with Alaskans and those families that are being crushed, those workers that are suffering, has shaken those hands and gone to those doors and understands those stories is funded by those grassroots people. Or do we want the senator who's been standing with Joe Biden and has literally confirmed those radical environmentalist nominees shutting down our state and is funded by all the dark money coming from the establishment in D.C.? That's the simple choice before Alaskans in our ballot box. And I would say, Mark, that's the choice before every American in every ballot box this year. Are you going to pick the candidate that stands with the people? Or are you going to pick the candidate that stands with Joe Biden in the establishment?
0: i only have a minute or so left kelly chewbacca um are you raising enough money to run ads on tv
3: we have some of our ads out but we absolutely do not have enough to compete with the slander fest of lies coming from mitch mcconnell And our average donation right now, Mark, is $76. But with that, we have powered this campaign up to where we are putting up a solid fight against a 41-year Murkowski monarchy. So everyone listening, if you want to help, your dollars make a difference. And you can go to kelly4ak.com, kelly4ak.com. We have the least expensive media market in the nation where you literally can help make all the difference in winning this race, helping us by digital, radio, TV, and media. So, we can get our message out and change some of those minds. 2,100 votes, it makes a 1% difference in this race. That's how easy it is to win this election.
0: And, folks, uh, if you know somebody in Alaska, or you folks listening to us in Alaska, can you believe we're hurt in Alaska, Kelly? It's true. Uh, What you folks need to do. Well, thank you. What you folks need to do is get online. You've got, uh, or you can email people you know. You've got your own phone list. You can text the people you know. There's a lot you can do uh, get, and get on the phone and call the people you know and uh, and get them out because Kelly Chewbacca is 100% right, which is you could win or lose this race by 60 votes. It's, it's That's right. that simple. And if you want to help, it's Kelly for AK.com. That's Alaska, short for Alaska. It's on all of our platforms. She can use the money. And your money will go very far in Alaska. Take care. God bless. And I really wish you the best of luck.
3: Thanks, Mark. We'll see you on the other side. Appreciate all your help.
0: Amen. You take care. We'll be right back. Mark lovin'. Well, it's a pleasure to have a man who's actually a friend of mine who's trying to change the political landscape in the state of Nevada and may have a very good shot at doing that here as far as I can tell. Adam Laxalt, how are you?
7: We're doing great. We're fighting till the end out here.
0: You're fighting till the end, and uh, tell us about the situation there. You First of all, let me set this up. Your opponent's an incumbent. Your opponent is receiving a fortune from dark money behind the scenes. Uh, Your opponent does not have a mind of her own. Your opponent is basically a puppet for the Biden regime and the Schumer uh, Senate. And she's voted down the line, hard left with Bernie Sanders, open borders. She's voted down the line for inflation, high gas prices. Eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. Do I have that about right?
7: Hundred percent right. Open borders, high gas prices, inflation—you uh, name it. Uh, but look, the bottom line is, despite ninety million dollars, uh, all time, whoa, 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 whoa,
0: ninety million dollars, ninety
7: million spent against me in my three million-person state with only two media markets.
8: Oh, my it's the God. most
7: that's ever been spent. Uh, Chuck Schumer has spent more on her than any senator in America. The Democrat senatorial spent more on her than any senator in America. And so they've been all in and they've been all in for a long time trying to prop her up because she's been stuck in the low 40s and trying to absolutely annihilate me. The good news is, Mark, despite all that, we've been up nine of the last 10 polls since just after Labor Day. And so... Our voters are seeing through it. They understand that she's a complete fraud. They understand. Finally, once we got on TV and our allies, they understand that she has been a rubber stamp for Joe Biden. And and look, Nevada's hurting worse than a lot of states in this country.
0: Somebody else cut in here, Mr. Producer. Can you hear it? Okay, you're still there, Adam?
7: I am. Sorry about that. We're okay. on a bus tour, Mark. We're on okay. a
0: 17 county,
7: 40 stop bus tour.
0: Very, very cool. Um, you have enormously high gasoline prices in that state, as I understand it, and the environmental policies of this administration they're going to ch- are going to choke off a lot of water to your state. Explain that.
7: Yeah, look, the bottom line is that Joe Biden promised, the, promised his radical left that he was going to kill fossil fuels. And I'm sure your listeners are well acquainted with all that he did to go after that. She, Senator Catherine Cortez Masto voted for all of those things, stood with him lockstep, and we're at 5.50 a gallon on average. And we're a big western state. You've got to drive everywhere. If you've got an SUV or a truck, you're at 150 bucks a tank. I mean, you cannot believe what it is doing to our people. We're an ag community. You know, we have all these various sectors where people actually need to drive uh, to, do, to earn a living. And it is really, really tough. Truckers, uh, they just can't make ends meet. And so this is definitely adding fuel to the fire. The border crisis, we had six six fentanyl overdoses in 24 hours in Las Vegas last week. We had an officer that was shot and killed in the line of Mm -hmm. duty last week. So it's all happening here, Mark, which is why people, we believe, are ready for a change, and we're going to win this thing on November 8th.
0: And, you know, when you have high inflation and very expensive food prices— that affects tourism, too. You're a big, obviously, tourism state in Las Vegas and, uh, and Reno. And less and less people are going to travel. And the ability for your fantastic resident, restaurants, are, and they're fantastic, to meet demands, that becomes problematic, too. Because, you know, like I tell you, Nevada, in many respects, is in the middle of the desert. And so when you have high inflation, high gasoline prices, potentially shortages and brownouts and blackouts... And it's caused by the federal government, that affects the lives of every single person who lives in the country, but especially your state.
7: We had an, we have an energy monopoly here, and they were sending out texts at the end of the summer, telling people to set their thermostats to 78 degrees, to make sure you did unplugged your major appliances in the evening, and oh, by the way, uh, if you have an electric vehicle, make sure you're only charging during certain hours, and so. I know that everybody heard about that going on in California. We had it here, too. And nobody is signing up for the government energy monopoly telling us the temperature we need to set our thermostat. And so I hope people are waking up. They understand this is policy. You know, the media will say it's global warming. They'll blame it on all sorts of things. This is policy. And we need to wake up. We need to wake up fast before all this stuff is irreversible.
0: You know, you got a big union there with with uh, uh, the casinos, the food service union, and so forth and so on. Are they fully behind the Democrat, or are they uh, winking and nod trying to help out in your campaign a little bit?
7: Well, the Culinary Union, which is the, the, the main union that Harry Reid has relied on, uh, relied mm-hmm. on, I should say, in in the past many years, They're still all for Masto. You know, there's no question this union always helps Democrats. But the broader Latino community, they're moving heavily in our direction. When she Mm -hmm. won the Hispanic vote by 42 points in 2016, she won the state by two with that margin, by the way. And that is down to 10 points right now because the Hispanic community understands that it's Democrat lockdowns. They've killed their small businesses. It's Democrat lockdowns that shut their churches.
0: All right, I'm going to hold you over briefly, if I might. A couple more questions for you, I'm I'm Laxalt. We're heard throughout the great state of Nevada, and we'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. with Adam Laxalt from Nevada. Adam Laxalt, any final words to the people in Nevada and the country, and give out your information if you would.
7: Yeah, look, this is the 51st Senate seat. We are the race that's up today, but it's one or two points. We'd love your support. Adamlaxalt.com. We need to stop the Biden agenda. You all know that I'm a proven conservative fighter. Mark Levin knows that, and we need your help to close this thing out. We got to take back our country. We got to try to turn this thing around as quickly as possible. I'm on this statewide tour. We're in Fernley, Nevada. We're going to do the entire state. And in fact, I'm about to yell to this crowd, so everybody can say hi to Marco Ben. Everybody say hi to Marco Ben from Nevada.
0: I love that state. I love it. Thank love you, it, Mark. Love it. All right. God bless and good God luck. Bless. Take care. You know, the restaurants are unbelievable, Mr. Producer. Plus, as you know, I like to play blackjack. I like it. Been to Reno, been to Las Vegas, been to towns in between. We like to go shooting there. You can shoot all kinds of weapons that you can't shoot in other states. It's, it really is a fantastic state, Nevada. And Nevada, we need you back. Even the governorship looks like it's up for grabs like the Republican might win. But we need you back. It's very, very important. Um, And let me say this about Martin County, Florida, which is where our, our new home is. It's not a new home. We've had this home, but it's our new residence. I have never been treated so kindly in my life. And by the way, same with Leesburg, Virginia. Don't get me wrong, but wherever I go, people couldn't be nicer. And again, same with Leesburg, Virginia, but I'm just making a point here. And I wanted to vote early today, and obviously one of the ladies there, working the polls inside, listens to the show, because it was like 10.30, give or take, I... Had a lot of work to do before going to vote. And she said she was nervous. She was very cute in that respect. And she said, I thought you were coming at eight. Remember, I said, Mr. Producer, I'm going to be the first one at the poll. (laughs) But it was very cool. Judge of Election snuck out, shook my hand. A big fan. So uh, I'm so blessed. I am just so blessed by you folks. And I so desperately want us to succeed. The patriots, the country, so desperately want us to succeed against these forces of evil. And I, I can't thank enough the, the, uh, the media corporations that give me this platform. From the biggest city in America, New York the to small towns, I can't thank satellite radio enough all the people who put us on the different companies I mentioned program directors, owners just very, very blessed because I'm on a mission I'm obsessed to the day I die that we're not going to lose this country we are not going to lose this country. And we're not going to roll over and play dead. And we're not going to be intimidated. And they can try and smear me and a character assassinate me all they want. It spills right off my back. Do we have any callers? I know I haven't been very f- faithful in this regard. Give me a name. Give me a place. Give me a caller, Mr. Beducer. a.m., the great KRLA. Do you know? I'm sneaking in and out of L.A. this weekend, Mr. Beduce. Did I tell you that? I did. That's right. Uh, Bill, the great KRLA. How are you, Bill? By the way, I'm sneaking in and out of there with my wife. I don't like to go anywhere without my beautiful wife. I just don't. Bill, are you there?
9: Are you, are you calling Chris in L.A.? No,
0: you're, are your name Chris? Yes. All right. Can I call you Bill?
9: Well, if you want, my last name is like Bill. But, uh, All
0: right. We'll go anyway, with Chris was, then. Yes.
9: Okay. I. The reason I'm calling is Bill. because uh, in 1985, President Reagan ordered this day, October 26th, as a national commemorative day. It's called National Mule Day because uh, that's 200 years before President George Washington got a couple of donkeys from the King of Spain to, so he could breed with horses. And you say, what does that have to do with anything today? Well, it's also National Mule Day is also the birthday of a beloved politician that we both uh, think about all the time. Hillary Rodham Clinton was born on National Mule Day
0: oh is that a coincidence hillary rotten clinton by the way and by the way i love in pennsylvania how the democrats keep saying you know this oz is a carpetbagger oz was born in pennsylvania i mean uh, was raised in pennsylvania went to school in pennsylvania went to university of pennsylvania started his practice in pennsylvania let me ask you a question when hillary clinton went to new york to run for the senate what ties did she have to new york Zero. None. Zero. Was she a carpet bagger? Oh. What about Oz is him? a Pennsylvanian. That's what he is. All right, mm-hmm. my friend. Thank you for your call, Mr. Producer. Anybody else before I take a break here? I don't I need to pull this up here. Yeah, we have a full board as usual. Moshe! Moses, Bergen County, New Jersey, the great WABC. What do you think? You think we can pull that off? Hey, it's a tough Pulling
10: seat. Hey, Mark, thank you for taking my call. Always an you honor to it. talk to you, my friend.
0: Thank you. Yes, buddy. sir. I was,
10: actually down, I was actually down by Martin County visiting family in Florida about two weeks ago. It's the entire state that is just a completely different feel. The free oh, yeah. state of Florida. Oh, yep. Yeah. But, um, but, Mark, what I wanted to go uh, to talk to you about is, um, especially after watching some of these debates. It's abundantly clear that Democrats are incapable of defending anything they stand for and any of their policies. But the problem is that the Republicans have is that I think I mentioned to you before one of my other phone calls is that Republicans aren't helping people expose and discover conservative values. I learned what that was through voices like yours, Bongino and Shapiro, to be honest. And I think that for the next Congress, if God willing, we take the House I think what needs to happen is that Republicans, because they do have a serious messaging problem and always have, in my opinion, what mm-hmm. they need to do is let the people that they represent make the case for them. So what, what I mean by that is, how about a congressional hearing full of angel moms and then have the Democrats forced or be forced to defend their policies against them, or better yet, have a whole panel of some of these teens that have be transitioned and not have to suffer for the rest of their lives. The ramifications of do what you think the uh, the
0: corrupt media will cover this stuff
10: well it's all about snap that's the problem bites, our friend, yep it, they won't but that's what's going to happen what's going to have to happen is that them guys are going to be have to be forced into putting that position and we have elon musk that took over twitter so might be a better way to get the message out
0: that's not a bad idea you know you always have ideas and often good ideas moses which i appreciate All right, brother. You take care of yourself. He's a great guy. I seem to recall he served in the military. Am I right, Mr. Producer? I believe he did, too. Oh, he's a firefighter? All right, I lost the connection on the damn uh, call screen. It's initializing again. So I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. For me, these shows go so fast. I don't know. That's just me. Some people in this business they say, oh, "It's all three hours." I can't. I'm like just getting going here. Isn't that weird, Mister Producer? Let us continue. Alex, Brooklyn, New York, the Great WABC. Go.
10: Hey, good evening, Mark. Thanks so much for taking the call. And by the way, you make for a great salesperson. You just took that ad about GenuCell. You made it entertaining, so that's uh, – you know, you made it interesting Thank to you. listen to, which most ads aren't. But, you should you know, hear what I do
0: with body cream, but that's a whole other story.
10: <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, you know, if, if we don't win this election, I actually don't think President Trump would outstand, stand any chance in twenty four. Because the only reason why the Democrats even have a, like a one percent chance of winning this election would be because of their hate against President Trump, and I, you know, I don't think that that would happen. I don't think that they'd be willing to sacrifice more of their wealth here and and more of their life for, for this. You know, these. Alex, crazy let Democrats. me tell you something.
0: If the economy is tanking like this in two years, I think Donald Trump could, in fact, get elected president, and by a fairly significant amount. Here's the reason I say this to you. The Democrats are held in very, very low esteem by everybody but the most ardent Democrats. The media are despised. Our schools are a wreck. And these are three of the main entities, forces in our society that try to destroy Donald Trump. I think if this Department of Justice tries to indict Donald Trump or does... Based on this document issue, it will never, ever again get its reputation back. And I think there's going to be an enormous amount of pushback by the politicization of this Department of Justice. I've never seen anything like this, and I speak as somebody who used to work there. Uh, It's just unacceptable. It's intolerable. We cannot have an American Stasi, And I'm just speaking for myself. I, for one, am not going to go along with this, period. Now, everybody's going to have to duke it out in the primary, whoever wants it. I certainly have my favorite or favorites, Uh, but that's beside the point, in my view. The media is a pro the media in this country. It is probably the most uh, prominent force in destroying this country, from my perspective. So we've got to reject it. But Alex, great call. I really mean it. Thank you, my friend. Let's keep going. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Tom, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma on the Mark Levin app. Go right ahead, please.
5: Yes, Mark. Uh, Good to talk to you. This is the first time. Thank you. Now, you're right on. But, you know, I want to make a comment. All of us uh, use you and all the other radio show hosts.
0: Are there other radio show hosts? I wasn't even aware of that.
5: Many, many of them that I've been listening to, but you are my favorite. Oh, because you you believe in our Constitution like I do. You believe in America like I do. And we are going to win. And that's what we should push. We're winning. Not that we are neck and neck. Don't say that. Don't let anyone. I don't like
0: either. But I always like to say we're behind. We have to crush them. We have to turn out in waves and waves. This red wave doesn't exist until it exists, if that makes sense.
5: It's the time we got to say to to give them uh, a kick in the ass to worry,
0: like we've been worrying
5: all these months.
0: Yes. All right, man. Good call, Tom. Thank you, my friend. Let's continue. Steve, Cleveland, Ohio, XM Satellite. Steve, go right ahead. Do you hear me? I do. Hey,
1: I can't Uh believe I'm talking to the great. I can't believe I'm talking to the great one, Sean Hannity. Donald Trump says, I love you. I love the great one.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh,
1: I listen to you all the time. I'm a first-time caller. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Trust me, you are. I got your books, you know. I, yeah. I got your books and I, I and, and northeastern all, the great state of ohio is going yeah. republican you better believe
0: that I do believe it I do
1: believe it And you it. know what I heard you I heard you I heard you Mark earlier mention uh you know how these nurses and doctors and people and you know and so were were fired are, they're getting, they're getting fired because they won't take that shot. I didn't That's have right. the corona shot. I know a million Republicans, they ain't had the corona shot.
0: Because if I want to get it, I get it. I ain't had the That's corona shot. That's the point. And by the way, Steve, Joe Biden's on his fifth shot. I think he's, uh, he's hooked on this like a uh, drug addict on heroin. What do you think? He's, he can't yeah. wait for the next shot, I hear. All right, Steve, thanks for your call. We salute, and thanks all of you folks, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel, all you truckers out there, all of you great patriots. Come on, vote! Tomorrow's the day, the next day's the day. I'll see you tomorrow.